The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kolel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Okay, it says in the parashat, Kitzetze, Gedirim ta'aselecha al arba kanfot kesutecha. You should put on tzitziot on the four corners of your, on any four-cornered garment. Now, the obligation of, there's no obligation of wearing tzitzit. It's a, it's a mitzvah. And somebody has a choice in wearing tzitzit. But when he does wear tzitzit, he fulfills a mitzvah every single moment that he wears them. And therefore, the universal custom is to wear a talit katan, a a, uh, a clothing that has four corners that one obliges himself of putting on uh, tzitziot and that way when somebody wears it under his clothing he fulfills every single minute that he wears that, that he wears them he fulfills the mitzvah so it's a great thing he also uh, he also uh, has a protection of the tzitziot that are uh, that are on him the whole time so today what I wanted to speak about is specifically different applications in the mitzvah of talit katan what type of talit katan, in other words, what material could be made from? Uh, does one make a bracha on it? And does, uh, and, 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 uh, and what other clothing do we have that might be obligated in talit and we don't know about? So let's start with the first, the first, uh, the first thing is what type of beged is one chayav in? So the Shulchan Aruch brings in Siman, uh, Yud Alif, a uh, big machloket between the, the, the Sephardim and Ashkenazim over here, a big machloket between the Shulchan Aruch and Ramah, whether, whether a, what, what, what type of beged is chayav. So the Shulchan Aruch brings, en, in Simantet, en chayav betzitzit mina Torah, ela beged pishtim o shel tzemerechelim. Unless it's fully linen, which you have problems of shotness if you're gonna have wool tzitzit with it, because we don't have tchelet nowadays that we know 100%, or tzemer or wool, that's minat Torah. But anything else, which is cotton, is only dirabanan. That's the opinion of Shulchan Aruch, based on the Gemara in Menachot Daf Lamid Tet. Nevertheless, the Ramah's opinion is that even even cotton, you are chayav bitzitzit, just you have to have or cotton tzitzit, or you have to have wool tzitzit. But that's a big machloket for the Sephardim and Ashkenazim, Ashkenazim who wear cotton Tzitzit, fulfill a mitzvah de oraita. Svaradim who wear cotton tzitzit is only a mitzvah de rabanan. Although it's an important thing and it's better than nothing. But, uh, but definitely for Svaradim to wear wool tzitzit is a, uh, is a big advantage. And even if it's something that it's difficult for, for one to do the whole time, even if he has a pair that he wears on Shabbat, so at least Shabbat he fulfills a mitzvah de oraita, that's also a very special thing. So that's, that's, uh, that's something to, to, to be pointed out. Um, by Ashkenazim, the, 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 even though there were those like the Chazonish and others that, that, that specifically wore, specifically wore cotton to show that the halacha is like the Ramah. Nevertheless, the Mishnabura brings in Sifkatan Vav that it's, uh, in, in the Mishnabura that it, it would be, I'm sorry, in Sifkatan He, that a Yiddish Shamaim should be machmir on himself to wear wool. So even for Ashkenazim, it, it would be a Yiddish Shamaim should wear wool. And as I mentioned, the Chazanish and others wore specifically cotton to show that the halacha is like the Ramah, which the, the Gaon Mivilna also points out. 
Okay, now that we know what type, what, what material, do we make a bracha on a talit katan? Do we make a bracha on a talit katan? So you would say that you, uh, 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 since we were a talit gadol afterwards, the talit gadol exempts the talit katan, which is true if you're going to wear it right away. However, so therefore, if somebody in the morning uh, puts on his talit katan and he's going to go to to, to to pray, and then over there he's going to make his bracha on the talit gadol, and it's going to exempt the talit katan. So you're right, the, the bracha on the talit gadol exempts the talit katan. However, there are going to be scenarios where a person doesn't... Uh, doesn't go to tefillah right away. So Rav Ben-Siyon Abashaul in Or Litzion discusses, let's say somebody is going to learn for a half hour. He says, even if he learns for a half hour before he goes to, to, to put on his talit gadol, then he should make a bracha on his talit katan. Why? Because uh, if there's going to be a, uh, an interruption of at least a half hour. Or for example, on Tisha B'Av, where one does not put his talit and tefillin, he's only going to put them on later on in the afternoon. Okay, that's obviously dependent on Samin Hagim. So then also, one would, uh, one, one would have to make a bracha on a talit katan. Or, if you're changing your talit katan, that's another scenario where you have to make a bracha. Because when you change your talit katan, so it's a different baguette, it's a different, it's a different clothing. You never had, uh, you never had kavana for the bracha on the new talit. So you'd have to make, if you're changing your talit katan, even if you made a bracha two minutes ago, you have to make a new bracha because it's something, it's something new. Or if you take off your talit katan for more than a half hour or an hour, you took off your mind totally. When you put it back on, you'd have to make a new bracha. Now, interestingly enough, what is the proper shi'ur? What is the proper length for a talit katan? So the Gemarayin Masechet Minachot, Daf Mem Amudbet, brings that the, the size of a talit katan has to be something that a beged, that a child who is a, a nine-year-old child, how he would go out in the marketplace... And that would cover his body, so that would be, that's the shiur of a talit katan. Now that's a very hard thing to measure. What is, what is exactly the, the right size? The, the shirotu chuvot lev chaim, Rav Chaim Palaji, the great Turkish Rav, Rav Chaim Palaji, in Chelekalev Siman Vav, said he took a nine-year-old kid and he actually measured it, and it came out to the width, the, the width would be an ama and a half. An ama and a half would be 72 centimeters, translated into inches, would be 28 inches. Just to give you an idea, what I'm holding, what my talit katan is 24 inches. So according to Rav Chaim Palaji, it should be even bigger. It should be 28 inches. The, uh, the uh, Rav Ben Siyon Abashaul says, one shouldn't make a bracha unless his talit katan is 28 inches. That's very big. That's very big. However, however, uh, there's, there's a shirotu tshuvot from one of the great Algerian rabbanim, Kiryat Chanad David, in Chelek Alev Siman Dalit, Rav David Cohen Scali, and he writes that he found a Zohar Kadosh that says all you need is an Amai and a quarter, which would translate itself to 24 inches to make a bracha. The Bet Oved, one of the Sidurim in the time of the Chida, brings from Rav Shner Zalman Miliadi, the Balatanya, who says that the Shi'ur is only an Amma, which is 19 inches. And the Ben Ishchai writes this as well, that in order to make a bracha, all you need is 19 inches, which is even smaller than this. Uh, uh, lengthwise also, he says, Amma is also, Amal, Amma. We usually have the lengthwise, because you can count the flaps as well. Now, Rav Avadi Yosef in Yabi Omer Chelek Tetzi Mankuf has, uh, has he on the Kiryat Chanat David, and he says, in his opinion, one should never make a bracha on the Talit Katan. Because he says, since there are opinions, there are shitot that hold, 
that that the talit katan has to be huge, like the gaon mivilna says that it could be it has to be up to a person's knees because it has to cover him totally. You go a, a child according to what is like, but a, a regular person should also according to, to how he would go out with that. That's what would define what a beget is. You don't define it according to a katan. So since there are opinions like that, Rav Avadiyah says, says it's better never to make a bracha. Now his children in the Halacha Brura and the Yalkut Yosef have a discussion that Rav Avad Yosef meant to be Choshesh, but of course if somebody wants to make a bracha, he has what to rely on. And uh, especially in light of what we're discussing, that that there's the Ben Yishchai and others that say that one could make a bracha, and we're not Choshesh for Safik Brachot Lakid. And I, mo- most Sephardic poskim say that one is allowed to make a bracha on a Talit Katan as long as it has a minimum shiur. Now what's the minimum shiur? Uh, you could go, uh, you, you, you know, the Ben Yishchai says as little as 19 inches. The, uh, the Rav Ben Sinabashol says as big as 28 inches. But I think that if somebody has 24 inches, he's for sure okay. And if he wants to rely on the Ben Yishchai on 19 inches, you can't say that he's doing something wrong either. But I'll call Panim, it's good to get a big Talit Katan, and that way you make a bracha when it's necessary. The bracha to make, if you're not going to be mit'atif with the tzitzit, if you're not going to put it around your, your, your head, is going to be al mitzvah tzitzit. Even, even though that's what the Ramah writes there, and it's not the Shulchan Aruch, but that accepted Allah is like the Ramah to make the bracha of al mitzvat uh, al mitzvat Okay, that's about making a bracha. So so far we've determined that uh, that a talit katan, preferably from wool for svaradim, preferably you could. You, there's many instances and scenarios where you could make a bracha on a talit katan, as we mentioned. However, there are certain bgadim that we wear. That we would think don't have a question at all, but it's interesting to see that there might be a question in them, and, and we'll discuss what the halacha lemas is. I'm going to start off with the with the Bet Yosef in the end of Siman Yud discusses a certain type of clothing that they would wear in in Egypt. He discusses it in Sifkatan Yud Bet. Uh, he, he says it's a it, it's a beged. It's that it seemed to be that people wore it on top like a cloak. And it had four corners in the front. He says it had four corners in the front. Uh, he would, he called it, he called it something that was, he says, Malbushim Shemin Shraim, Hanikraim, Guchash, Mintik. He says all these types of names, but what he was referring to particularly in the Bet Yosef was that it's something that you wore in the front as a cloak. And it had in the front two corners on one, two corners on top, and two corners on the bottom. In other words, two, it, it kind of like if you would look at, at a long jacket, but it was like squared off over here. It had a corner over here, a corner on the bottom, corner on the top, corner on the bottom. So he writes that why it has four corners? Why shouldn't you be chayav in tzitzit? And he says people didn't put a tzitzit on it. So he starts saying an answer. It could be that you only wore it for kavod, for honor. So if you wear it for honor, it's not really you wore it to protect you. Listen to this very closely. We're going to use it very soon. That a beged is there in order to protect you. But this beged, this clothing is not necessarily there to protect you. And since it's not, it's not necessarily there to protect you, it's not considered a beged that is um, a chayav b'tzitzi. He gives another answer that it could be when people are going to always step on the tzitzi, they're going to tear them. So we're not going to obligate you tzitzi. That's an interesting answer. It's more like a justification why people wouldn't put on uh, put on tzitzi. But it's definitely uh, the first answer he gives. It's not derech kavod. But the Ramah says uh, he has another answer. The Ramah says in his opinion the reason why you don't put on tzitzi is because tzitzi should be two in the front, two in the back. And over here all four of them are in the front. All four in the front that wouldn't work. Now, 
if you take a, a look at our, our modern day button down shirts, <coughs> our modern day button down shirts also have four corners. One corner over here, one corner over here, one corner over on top, in other words, on, on, on your, um, on your collar, and one, and one corner on the bottom. So the poskim asked, why are on our modern day shirts, we don't put on CC? What about? We what, don't what put about? on CC. So something that's very small, we'll discuss that, but the sub, you have four modern day, four mod, four, four corners on your, on your shirts, why don't we put on CC? So, Rabin Sino Bashaul in Perigbet, uh, uh, in, in Orlitzion Perigbet, Al-Khadali discusses this. And he says, well, according to the Ramah, all four of them are in the front. And since all four of them are in the front, so you're patur from Tzitzi. That's what he writes. But according to what we learned from the Bet Yosef, he never gave that answer. So according to the Ramah, that would be good. But what about according to the, to the Bet Yosef? The Bet Yosef mentions that if it's only because it's done in honor, but over here we don't wear these shirts because of honor. We wear them to protect us. So why shouldn't you be chayav b'tzitzi? It's a good question. So I think the answer is based on something that when I was much younger, I had the zichut of praying in Rebbe Yashiv's minyan often, and uh, my friend and I asked him these questions, similar questions, and he gave the following answer. We asked him about a sweater that it has a zipper from the top to the bottom. Very similar. It's like a sweater you put on sleeve by sleeve. You don't put it on top from your head. You can put it on like a shirt. And then in the middle, it zips up totally. You, you get what I'm saying? It zips up totally. So so if you, while it's open, it has four corners. So we asked Rabbi Yashem, why shouldn't you put on tzitzit? So he said the following. Since the way to wear it, the derech to wear it is usually closed. The derech to wear is usually closed, so it's not like it has four corners. It's usually zipped up most of the time, so so it's four corners. So what happens if it's usually not that way? Then you'd have to rely on the Ramah that it's not four in the front, four in the back. But according to Rav Yashiv, we could also say about shirts that they're usually closed, so it's considered like it doesn't have four corners. Now this would be an interesting machloket. The Ish Lavram Mibuchach writes that buttons are considered a chibur, are considered a connector. So he says that's considered a connector, or also zippers are also called connectors. So if they connect, that's for sure okay. Where would this be relevant? This would be relevant by um, by undershirt tzitziot. A lot of them have buttons on them on the side. So if the buttons only close on the top of the, like right under the armpit, and most of the beged is open, that's 100% okay. Because most of the beged on the bottom is open, so you have the majority of your, of your, of your um, shirt has four corners. But if like they have buttons that they close all the way down, so you're right, you can unbutton the button, but if the way to wear it is when it's always closed, it's not really four corners, because it's really a baguette that's sewn most of the, of the time, and it's something that only has flaps at the end. That's not called a baguette. It has to be something that's open, that's open to the majority that is considered like it has four corners. What's the majority? So the majority of the baguette, 51% of it at least. So you have to remember, if you have these undershirt things, it, only the snaps that are way on top. But if it has snaps, I don't know how some of them are, but if some of them have more snaps, it would be a problem. So that's an interesting application. Rav Belsky, Zichron Lalibracha, I think uh, he was he was Nifter a few years ago, he had a chidush in his sefer, Shulchan Alevi, that he writes that the mesh tzitziot, you know what the mesh tzitziot are? They have they have a lot of holes. They're, they're like slotted. Totally not pushing. He says, those you shouldn't wear. Why? 
and he has a chidush like this. He says the whole function of a beged is that it should protect you. Something that has a bunch of holes in it, like netting, that doesn't protect you. You can see right through it. It doesn't help you for tzniut. Maybe help you a little bit to keep you a little bit warmer. Even that, I'm not so sure. So he was against the mesh tzitziot. There are other poskim that say it's fine. But he was against those mesh tzitziot. So that's also an interesting application. So once again, uh, to wear a talit katan, the best thing to wear is wool. How big? Anything from 19 centimeters wide and on. Plus. Any, that's the best. That's hard for you to wear. And you're svaradi. And you wear cotton. So it's a derabana. If you're going to wear it as a 19 inch of the Ben Ishchai says it's okay to make a bracha even. Now, it's better to be machmer 24 inches, we said, but if you can't, you want to be 19 inches, yeshel malisvoch. Now, if you want to, if, you, if it's hard for you, at least if you wear undershirt tzitziot, undershirt tzitziot are great because they are a beged. The Torah says to put arba kenafot on your beged. That's called a beged. I heard someone say that it could be that it's only a beged used for sweat, so it's not a real beged. But I think that the, the majority of Poskim understand that it's a, it's a beged, it protects you. You even go outside with it with just your undershirt. I know some people who do that. So you, you have, so you have undershirt tzitzyot, those are, those are, those are great. It's not the oraita, but at least it's the rabbanan. And we mentioned that, that, that shirts also are not obligated in tzitzyot. And we also, uh, uh, because they're closed most of the time, so any beged that's closed most of the time is also okay. Or according to Rabbinsky and Abashol, based on the Ramah, if the tzitzyot would be in the front, you would be patur from tzitzit. And the last thing we mentioned is that mesh, some poskim, question its validity. Chazak ubaruch. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halachic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.